Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. What's interesting for me is like, we talked about earlier creating space and Jimin, you were lucky to have Lauren Jimin, when you were starting this journey and yeah. you could support each other in this. Yeah. A lot of people like your mum don't have that. Mm. So... What kind of advice would you give someone listening to this that you know hasn't got a partner or someone that can support them mm. to make the transition from where they are now to where they would like to be and just holding that vision and keeping some space open to get there? Again? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very um, very grateful and very thankful that I, I, I've had Lauren pretty much half my life and, um, you know, I've, I've experienced, I've experienced, you know, very lows and you know very very highs as well with her and i think you know going through those moments of starting a business and stuff like that like back then in that in those same moments i wouldn't have been able to survive no mm. but if i didn't have lauren next to me then and i was starting out that business. I just would have went about it in a different way. Instead of going all guns blazing and, you know, just cutting everything and then transitioning, it would maybe be a process of going, okay, cool. Let's, let's find out what you want to do to start with. Mm. Let's, let's, let's get clear on that. Let's get clear on what this looks like as extravagant as it is. Let's look at what this looks like. And uh, I assume maybe you're talking about someone that, like you said, doesn't have a partner, maybe has kids or maybe has, and it's doing it by themselves. And it, it, it is really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this advice is for me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's, like, a lot of people I know have had partners for a long time and things yeah. like that. And it is so different when you're trying to navigate things on your own and you've got to pay your rent and you've got mm. to do all this stuff. And yeah. you've got the vision and it's like, I thought mm. it was, there's, it's not just going to be me that's yeah. in this situation. 100%. 100%. And yeah. like, you know, of course the advice that I was giving before, like I don't want to come across as like a, you know, uh, a person that's not aware of these types of situations and someone that's just like, you know, oh, you're speaking about this, this is impossible, stuff like that. Like I've, I've experienced that type of, you know, I guess upbringing with mum having to do what was needed. Mm-hmm. Right, like I and that, that's I, I visualize that I seen that I seen what she had to do. It was you know like so empowering to see how an individual would just start work at seven, finish at eleven, mm-hmm. start work at seven, finish at eleven, and just day by day by day, just knocking it out. Just so like, and that's something that I guess like I guess like a hard working sense would I, I guess I embodied and and seen from that. But when you are starting this journey of like okay i have this vision first thing would be 
let's see how much time we can dedicate to it. Okay, cool. I could probably only dedicate um, maybe two hours of the day. Let's just say, okay, I have two hours of a day or maybe an hour of the day that I can dedicate to this vision. If you can show up 100% commitment to that hour, that hour is going to turn to two. If you can show up for those two hours with 100% commitment, that is going to turn into three. So it's more, let's just start small and let's see what we can commit to without overcommitting to, you know, um, okay, I can commit like three days a week. If, you, if it's not that, let's just start with an hour. Let's start with 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Mm. And then it will probably get to a place of going, okay, I, I can't even give myself 15 minutes of the day for this vision. It's like, well, you know, is it really your vision? Then? Is it actually aligned? Mm. You know, is it really your vision? Um, because, you, you know, like it, it may mean, okay, I might need to get up an hour earlier. Mm. Might need to, you know, uh, start implementing some times when I am really by myself and have an extra hour of the day and get up earlier. It, it could be that process. But I, I'm a firm believer of when you do dedicate a time and you are 100% committed to it and work and get after it in that hour, that hour is going to turn to two. Mm. It'll 100% turn to two. But if you only show up to 80% for that hour, that hour is going to stay the hour. Mm. Mm. So it, it is a snowball effect and it will start to really play out and really start to you know become bigger mm. and then start to become days and then weeks and then months. And that's how it will start to really turn ball. But um, yeah, find find what it is first become soul not just mentally connected to it but like when your soul is connected to it like when it's on fire about it like when i like visualize helping men and women through their pain like like a fire is within me like and it it just will not go out Mm. if you can get to that position of feeling that fire like i said that hour is going to turn to two but you have to become really aware of what that vision is or is it more of like a superficial vision of like or they have it, so I can. I, I maybe want to experience it as well. Mm. Is it a should? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it a should? Um, but yeah, the, the very first step would be finding out what it is, but then become so emotionally, somatically, physically connected to it. There is no other option but really commit to this. Like it, it gets to a point where it's just like, if you don't commit to it, that's what hurts you more. It's mm. like gut wrenching if you don't commit to it. Yeah, that's where that's what the that's what the difference is. Mm. Mm. So I think we don't go into the things that you know really light us on fire because we're like, well, what if it falls apart? And it's like, yeah, but what if life just stays like this? Yeah, forever. Yeah. And I think when you see people in business or living their life, um, and if they've had a different journey to you of like just a chain and like an instant change, like I'm going to give all of that up and just. S- completely step into that sure. it's kind of like a, what you were saying not everyone can do that so you think oh i can't do it like they did it so i won't do it at all exactly but it's like you can do it how you do it like yeah. figure out what that is for you mm. because you're not meant to walk anyone else's path yeah either yeah mm. and i think too like um when you've got a really big vision to figure out uh what like practical and logical steps you need to get there that are going to make you feel safe enough so that you don't just go back instantly to your old ways. Yeah. Like set yourself a foundation, set yourself up so that when stuff gets hard, you don't just go, oh, I have no other option now than Mm. to go back. Like Mm. whether that's Mm. saving a particular amount of money that you need so that you can comfortably be like, okay, I'm quitting this and I'm fully stepping into that. Definitely. Um, yeah. So find the logistical ways for you that are going to feel 
yeah okay definitely definitely you know um when i went through that men's program and coming out of it that that fire was lit as soon as as soon as that fire was lit it was just like well I don't really have any other option but do this because yeah. all I think about is this. Yeah. Mm. All I visualize is this. All I visualize is helping people. All I do is, you know, what what systems can I create? Like if you literally walk around to the whiteboard, there is a, there's systems, there's processes. It's just like, how can this be different? What more can I implement? Mm. Can I create more free stuff for my clients with this? Can I offer more breathwork sessions? Can it be this? And it's just more, more, more. If, if I didn't have if, if I wasn't taking action on that I guess that soul lit fire that would be making me in the most amount of pain I guess I've experienced mm. not taking action on that because I felt like then I would be burning I would be you know a light mm. um, but yeah the the more that you can become so deeply connected to what you want to do like there is just no other option but success like it's physically impossible if you are so connected to it mm. like and you cre- you'll create time for the things that light yeah. you up. Yeah, exactly. But I guess I just wanted to highlight for people. Mm. Totally. Jimin, you can take the journey you need exactly. to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more the more you're connected, you can become to it, the more, um, yeah, th- there'll be no other option but to be able to thrive in what you want to do, no matter what it is. Like, you know, like I said, I never thought this would be possible. <clears throat> like, looking around, like, never dreamt of this. And like I said as well, like, this – in a way, it's like, okay, cool, this is chapter two. Mm. Like chapter three may be just about to start. Yep. Like, you know, I'm, I'm writing, uh, yeah, whatever, I'll just say it. I'm, <laughs> writing a, um, I'm, writing a, I'm writing a book at the moment. It's called Chapters for Alia and it's just like, a, it's like a, I guess, a reminiscing piece of like, um, you know, I would like to give her this book when she's 18. I'll just go, cool. Hey, these are probably some lessons that I would have rec- liked to receive when I was 18. Wow. There you go. Like, so, um, yeah, I've been writing that for like the past 12 months, 18 months, um, probably like, probably like 30,000, 35,000 words in. So I'd probably like to get it to about 70, 80. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a process at the moment of just dedicate once again, it's another, like another soul lit fire of like dedicating an hour every now and then of just sitting down, nice warm cup of coffee or cup of tea or whatever, and just write. Yeah, and just visualize, you know, what I went through, and you know, um, experiencing, and and like, what what do I want to tell my daughter? Like, hey, you're gonna experience this. I'm sure that you've already felt this before, but you know, you you're allowed to, you know, be like this. And um, I really hope that I can show you, you know, a man that is, you know, masculine, but also in a sense of like. I want to be able to show you a man that can be expressive and also show you that, you know, hey, feeling pain is okay and being upset is okay. You're allowed to feel angry or you're allowed to feel out of it. You're allowed to feel like you don't fit in. You're allowed to feel these negative emotions or unresourceful. Like you're allowed to feel these things. It's not like you have to be this perfect human. And I, th- I think that was a big lesson for me is like thinking that I had to have it all together Mm. and show up in that way i think it also stemmed from the fact of like once again dad not being around so it's just like well hey you're the man of the house when you're eight like Mm. that's what you got to do so it's just like okay i don't know what i'm doing but all right i'm here like that's what it was um 
So I really do hope over, you know, the period before I do give her the book that she does, um, you know, see a, a man like that and she can, um, you know, start to progress and maybe she'll start to see some people like that and she'll start to develop these ideologies of like, well, I've seen dad like this. You're not like that. I don't really want to experience, you know, someone that's not able to give that to me. Thank so you. next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um yeah, that's another that's another process and another journey at the moment that um I'm actually really enjoying. Really mm. enjoying at the moment. Just like when I get here in the office early morning, no one's here, sun's rising and just yeah, just let the just let the fingers hit the keyboard and just mm. see what um see what comes out. So yeah. Start with that one and then I'll see how I go with Buffhead and see if I can get a chapter one for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> see what lessons I can make for him. I don't think that he doesn't need lessons. That kid, that kid's just a firecracker. He's, he's just so like, sweet. bring it on. Yeah. That's his attitude. It's just like, give it, give it all. Um, but yeah, he'll write a book. Chapters for Dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be like the biggest sage in this world. Like he's just gonna be like the way that I visualize Luca is just. Um, just like a wizard on the top of a, like a mountain, just like in his cauldron, just like just sitting there, just visualizing the world, taking it all in. Yeah, cool. There's my wisdom. Like that's what it'll be. That's what he will be. He's going to be, yeah, really powerful, that little kid. He's so funny. He's so, so funny. Did Lauren tell you what his and Alia's life path number was? We were... Were we they're DMing very... her the other day or it was on our reel? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, they're both master numbers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, They said Lauren said something similar, yeah. Yeah. That makes that's sense, right? Yeah. There you I go. I think he's a 22-4. Okay. Which is a master I think that's builder. Alia. Oh, was it? I think. I think Luke is oh. an 11-2. So one of them's a spiritual messenger and a master teacher. He, yeah. He, Luke is a spiritual messenger. Yeah. Just like Holly. Yeah. So he's he's like... Um, that's why you're like, he's the sage, like sitting on the mountain just yeah. like pouring all of his wisdom So down. like the way, that, <laughs> the way that Alia, like she'll react and she'll be like emotional and you like feel up. it. And Luke would just be like... Like just taking it all in. Like obviously if someone does him wrong, he'll be like, uh, like he'll show you. But like I've never seen a two-year-old, nearly a three-year-old, Jesus Christ, I'm old. Nearly a three-year-old <laughs> where he'll just like sit on the lounge and he'll just sit. Like he, he, he won't have to just observe, watch or, um, you know, be doing anything. He'll just like sit and just look and then just look at something else and then he'll read a book. And then he'll just look over here. And I'm just like, mate, you are just just so grounded. You're too, like, mm. don't get me wrong. When you go take him to bed, it's that's game over. That's like, <laughs> get off me. We're not going to bed. Um, but yeah, kids are the, kids are the biggest um, biggest life lessons, mm. definitely. So yeah, hopefully hopefully that book for, for Ali can um, be, yeah, be powerful for her. And, um, I've seen some snippets you've posted. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd start to incorporate that into, I guess, the message a little bit. Yeah. Um, still unsure if I would go down the path of, you know, um, like, um, what's what's the word? When publishing. Publishing. Yeah. yeah. I was like producing. Um, <laughs> publish publish that or anything like that. I I could I could go be like one of those things, but, um, yeah. At the moment, it's just, I guess, getting, because it's you know, it's a different story writing content for socials compared to actually talking to your daughter. And, yeah. And mm. It's a different thing. Um, so yeah, it's just a, a process of um, what I've learned for myself and hopefully I can pass those lessons on to her. Mm. So she can still learn it herself. That's why I'd like to give it to her when she's 18. So mm. she still has to go through it. Yeah. But 
just see it from this perspective and being like, hey, dad went through it too. Mm. Like dad went through that pain as well. And, you know, mm. I went through heartbreak. I went through, yeah. you know, um, you know, I went, I went through Lauren and I splitting up for a year when, which broke my heart. And mm. like, I, I went through that type of pain and I went through failure. I went through discomfort. I went through obviously, um, you know, processing a father figure, not being around and all of these things. Like I would really like to show her that, you know, even if you were looking up to your dad, he's still, you know, goes through it as well. So mm. you are allowed to go through it. You're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. And, um, I guess as well, like giving her some memories and moments of her upbringing that she might not have remembered. Yeah. And then she'll start to read it and go, huh, I do remember. Mm. I do remember that because, you know, they've, they've gone through a lot in their mm. five years. Like they've gone through a lockdown. Yeah. They've gone through moving houses already. They've gone through, um, you know, Luca getting bitten by a dog mm. and she having like Alia taking on all that trauma. Yeah. Like, mm. um, you know, she's broken both of her arms. Like she's gone through so much already in, in a five year period. So it might be nice for her to, you know, recall that. Oh, that sounds bad being like, hey, remember the time when yeah. Luca got bit? Um, <laughs> but just know that like, that's a thing that's in your life. And yeah. 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 And like, like I said, I think, I think my life would have went in a different manner if I received something like that. Yeah. When I was at that age. Um, Imagine so receiving a gift like that that has so much of your father's heart and soul poured into yeah. it. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. an honor and a gift to receive. That's yeah, that's be so beautiful. That's the um. I guess that's the main reason why I'm doing it is because, you know. Yeah, I just with without it's, it doesn't have any real massive structure to it, and the reason why it's called chapters for Alia is just like literally chapters of what I went through, and for her to just read into and see, you know, my point of view, and you know, see what it was like when Dad first started, you know, um, starting his own business, what it was like when you come into the world, when Luca come into the world. Um, mm you know, and maybe potentially others coming into the world, like what that was like and what that process was like and how we felt. And um, yeah, just to give her a different, I guess, understanding of what, you know, what we were feeling and how that was. And hopefully that can open up a, a different side of her of being like, you know, it's possible to you know have that connection with someone while also feeling into those types of feelings as well. So um yeah, it's been 18 months. I dare say it'll probably take me like another probably four years or five yeah. years of the way that I'm going with it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And as soon as we finish this one, I'll I'll get cracking into both heads and give him one when he's 18. Mm. Can you talk about a little bit, because I guess as a male, mm. uh, kind of what you touched on is you do have this thing where you like got to hold it together. Yeah. Like, not going to express, and also I don't even know what's in there to even figure out how to express that in the yeah. first place. Yeah. So for all the men listening to Cosmic You, <laughs> not sure two. how many men there <laughs> yeah. are, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, to both of you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few. No, um, how do you? Because I think it is tough for men, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Then, like, the world isn't naturally like go and express yourself. Like, yeah. it's okay. It's yeah. safe. Yeah. Um. What would your advice be to men listening on how do I even begin touching into that point? Mm. Because everywhere is like a lot of places aren't demonstrating that very well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
we actually spoke about this in our podcast uh, this week, which is good. This is this is fresh in my mind. So. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the exactly how you said, like it, it can be a challenging thing for a man, especially if like their partner just goes, hey, um, you can talk to me mm. or like you can express to me. But if they're deep within a belief system of like, if I show that to you, you're going to think I'm weak. Or if I show that to you, you're going to think that I can't hold this family together. Or if I show this to you, I'm going to be emasculated or whatever it may be. So it's just like, it's like this rock core of going, the only way that I'm going to express is um, either going to the gym, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like getting after at the gym, beautiful. Um, But also unresourceful ways of like, you know, 5am around a kitchen table, you know, on a Saturday night with your mates, like that was, that was the way that I released was like Mm. getting pretty much off my head so that I know that they're off their head. They're not going to remember. Let's just start to talk about some pretty deep topics. Mm. So Mm. I guess how, okay. How did, how did I start first? First thing was like learning and the real challenging thing about learning about this is that you have to deconstruct your conditioning and how and what you believe. And first thing I had to learn was like, okay, cool. What, what is a strong man? Like the way that I learned what a strong man was, was when you fell in love, you left. Mm. Mm. That's what I learned. Wonder why every single time when I was, you know, pretty much 16 to 22 with Lauren, I was just like, when things got tough, I wanted to leave. Mm. Obviously, I had to work through that, but understanding that and learning about what is a strong man, a strong man, cool, is, yeah, you have that masculine side of like getting shit done. You get after it. You're, you know, you're, you're a physical presence and you also, you want to hold that space for a partner and be able to be that strong individual while also softening into that feminine side and going, okay, I'm, I'm feeling a bit, um, you know, a bit upset or a bit angry or a bit, you know, whatever, nervous, anxious, whatever it may be. But instead of running away from that, it's more understanding of, all right, I can talk about this. Mm. You know, I can express about this. And I'm sure both of you could say like men who you are connected to and they are doing that makes you more connected to them, right? Like, Absolutely. you know, if, if they create a space and go, hey, um, you know, hey, can we, can we just talk about this? I'm feeling about this. And I was wondering if I could get some, um, you know, get a, your, your side of this. And also um, I'm going to speak, but I also want to hear about how you're feeling too. Mm. Like, fuck, like that is like, as soon as you, like, I'm not a woman by the way, but if it, <laughs> what I understand is like, if a woman hears that, they just go, yes. Yeah, totally. Thank God. You like, actually feel more held. Yes. So yeah. like by the male or the masculine being so steady in mm. themselves that they can start to, be a little bit softer, yeah. you feel even more held. Yeah. Whereas I think some uh, men think if I show my softer side, mm. then I'm no longer holding, I can't hold anymore. Yeah. And that's actually the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that, that would be the first step is learning about, you know, masculine and feminine, learning about, you know, um, how you can be in control of your mindset and learning about, you know, your emotional intelligence and all that type of stuff, like learning that stuff. Like mm. you don't just have to learn how to lift and bench 100 kilos and that type of stuff. Like, yeah, cool, get after it and that's your mission, go do it. 
But also don't forget that side because mm. the more that you can connect to that, the more that you can connect to your partner. And that's a really good life and a really good um, place to be in is to be able to be connected like that. Um, so yeah, that, that would be the first thing is is understanding that and, and remembering that if you, like this is, this is what I feel like the definition of weakness is. The definition of weakness in regards to men's strength is if you do not like yourself in the way that you are right now, and you don't do anything about it, that is weakness. Because let's just say you have the younger generation looking up to you, all of a sudden they're going to become you. So now you're creating another mm, generation exactly. of someone that you don't like. Yep. Tell me how that's not weak, mm. right? So the, the strongest side of you would go, all right, I'm getting some feedback at the moment where people aren't really pleased in the way that I'm acting or who I am or, or pieces like that. And instead of me shrugging that off and going, that's their fault, fuck them. Um, you know, if you don't like me, fuck off, like all that type of shit, like all the childish shit. If, if uh, let, let me just lean into this and go, okay, maybe there is something because when I am going to sleep, there is a feeling within my stomach where I'm not happy, where I am upset or where I am, you know, uh, frustrated at myself. So maybe there is some substance Mm. to this. So then what can you do? All right, so it's now it's like, okay, cool. I've learned about this and I'm willing to start. What can you do? There's there's plenty of things that you can do and it's up to you in regards to like what suits you more. Okay, so like when I first started doing like a men's coaching strength program, I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck are we going to do? Like I remember the first couple of Zoom calls, I was like, fuck, it's about to happen. Like it's just me in the bedroom, like fuck. Like now I'm shitting myself. So I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was going to help me and, yeah, of course it did. So like there is so much stuff out there at the moment now. Mm. Like there, when I when I started mate, there was nothing. Like there was go to a, talk to your GP, go to a therapist or go to an AA meeting. That's all I thought there was. Mm. And it's like if none of that relates to you, of course you d- won't want to get help. Mm. Right? So like there is you know um like if you're in Newcastle, Junto Men's Hub they, they're unreal guys that will be there for you. And they're a really cool community where you can just show up and be yourself and, you know, take some time to actually be around men that want to speak about that type of stuff. And you're surrounding yourself in an environment where you do want to speak about it. Um, you know, there's, there's that, there's like men's communities, there's uh, online groups, there's ice breath sessions, there's community meetups, meditation groups, there's yoga. There's there, there so much stuff that you can do but it's about are you willing to actually start that and implement it? Mm-hmm. You know, like are you willing enough to actually do that for yourself? Um, so yeah, that would be that would be the advice of like you know learning about it first. And um, if you're like, well, I don't know where to learn about it. Hey, if you want to send us a message on Instagram, I'm all ears. Like um, the messages that come that come through on that personal type of stuff, like our VA doesn't respond to, our VA would respond to like, you know, booking in stuff and pieces like that. But any of that type of stuff, it would it's responded by myself. So send the message through, like, you know, ask out. But the this is the thing about the masculine. It's just like we're really good at getting shit done and mm. doing it. But if it's something about the feminine that's when it's a different story mm. and that's when it becomes a lot more challenging to actually start it. Mm. Um, but I'm telling you from a guy that, you know, was in those moments of like, I don't need help or I don't need to do this. Um, honestly, the it well, 
that saved my life. But the person that saved my life was Lauren, not by physically, you know, telling me what to do, but I seen the level of what she was at. And I was just like, well, I either elevate myself to that level or I fuck off. Mm. Like mm. that, they're the two options at the moment. And thankfully I chose, okay, I want to elevate myself and be next to a woman, not, you know, be next to a woman when I'm a boy. Like that, that's obviously not going to, that's not going to work. So, mm. um, yeah. Do you think there's something, and I think this is not just a men thing, but anything for all of us is if we have this idea about who we are or this like mm. ego identity that, you know, I'm a great person, I'm super successful, blah, blah, blah. It stops you from seeing all of the points where you actually might not be like that. Yeah. But if you have this like solid identity of like, I'm great, everything is good, don't need to change, then you literally can't even see mm. where your shit is playing out. 100%. 100%, mm. yeah. Um, as I say to my clients, like there's only two reasons why we want to change and that's um, potential seen or pain recognized. So it's like you see that you can be better. Mm. Like you said, if you're hidden behind that ego wall, you're not going to be able to see it. But if something really catastrophic and a lot of pain happens to you, that's when you go, well, I don't want to feel this pain anymore. Let me fix this. Mm. That's what happened to me. Like, mm. um, you know, like anxiety attacks and, you know, thinking my heart was going to give out and all that type of stuff. So much physical mental emotional pain i was like well i need to fix this i can't you know keep doing this to myself so mm. um yeah definitely definitely and that's that's where the challenge does come from it's like um if you are very hidden behind that ego wall of like i don't need to change you know this doesn't need to happen whatever it may be that's fine and i completely understand how strong the ego can be but that's up to you to see that you are living behind your ego and once mm. again learn about what is ego you know, yeah. what, what does it do for us? Like, does it, you know, um, is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Is it this? Is it that? Learn about it. Learn how it can be resourceful. Learn how it just wants to protect us. And mm. the more that you can communicate to it, the more that you can understand of, okay, cool. I can see how I want to be protected, but this isn't what I want to do. And let me lean into, you know, you know, maybe more of like a heart fueled system where I can really connect into that. Um, and, and, you know, if, if a guy has been listening to this, which, credit to you if you've listened to this whole thing i, I dare say you've already switched <laughs> it off a long time ago but um if if you if you've gotten to this position then understand that you know maybe maybe it is time to you know start to explore the options out there there is something out there that's going to relate to you there's there's something mm. there's so much stuff out there at the moment there is something that will relate to you but it's up to you to stop escaping from it and actually you know start to process it and start to sit with it and Definitely. if they are listening to this point Congratulations, because that means that you are <laughs> yes. committed to your journey. Yeah. This yes. is a step. Yep. This is you expanding, Jimin, your vision of your life and who you want to be. Exactly. So hats off to you just being here. This is this is part of your process. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Exactly right. Like if you're willing to sit through a podcast and um, really take this on board and there could be some things that, you know, um, any three of us have said and you've gone, ooh, you know, I can relate to that. I can feel into that. Actually start to listen to yourself and go, all right, maybe maybe it's time to, you know, lean into this and see see what's to come from it and see, you know, what I am relating to and what what maybe I need to start working on or maybe what is, you know, what is triggering at the moment? What is something that I would like to become better at? So many things that we can we can start doing, but yeah, once again. You can't, uh, you can't force people to do it. You have to do it on your own accord. And you can't do it all at once. <coughs> yeah, that's true just as take, well. Just take the next step. Yep. 
Like, don't put the pressure on. Just definitely keep moving mm. forward. That's all you can do, definitely. and it'll the journey will unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Your next step is not your final step or the only step, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Chapters. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta live out those chapters. You mm-hmm. can't just you can't uh, just get to chapter ten without doing chapters one to nine first. So you gotta get through those first. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I want to get to chapter ten, but you yeah, know. there's a lot of writing involved first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One more question for all the women listening, then. Yes. Because uh, I think you can get into a point. For a woman, sometimes naturally for us, it can be a lot easier to express. So we're like, Definitely. we're just a bit, we a bit more connected to what's going on in there. Yeah. And I think it can be frustrating. Mm. Speaking from experience. Mm. <laughs> so it's, how do you find that? Uh, like within your own relationship, not being so like forceful or critical of your partner. Yeah. And actually like realizing the way we communicate will be different and the way we feel into things will be different. And rather than wanting to change that person, so they think the same way as you do or express the same way as you do, like remembering that there's a, a, a difference there. Mm. What would be your advice for women with their partners, male partners to support them in that journey? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you just answered your own question, by the way, mate. That was really good advice. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Take that on board. Take your own advice on board. Um, but no, like I get it. Like there is some moments, um, like you said, where you are deeply connected to to something and you're just like, fuck, I really wish my partner would just listen to this for a moment. Yeah. Really listen to what I'm what I'm saying and and stuff like that. But the more that you the more that you can focus on yourself. And once again, like you said, okay, cool. It's like they may not express the same way as I am. But the thing, what I would say to that person, and I'm, I'm sure that you're, I guess this is relating to, to something in your life, <laughs> yep. um, is, no. <laughs> is communication is key with, with all of this. And, you know, instead of thinking all of that and not saying it, mm. your partner won't know about it. Yeah. So like he will just go, oh, well, like, you know, we're all sweet. Da, 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 da. Whereas, you know, deep within you, like you said, you're very connected to it and you're thinking this and then you go, oh, but you know, he doesn't express the same way. So what's the point of talking about it? I'll just, you know, um, I'll rationalize this in my brain and I'll just say, okay, cool. He doesn't say this, uh, but I'll connect to this. And then you start to overthink it and then you start to put yourself into a spiral and then you go, ah, and then they go, what's wrong? Like, oh, you just don't get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck. Why? What? What's happening? So it's it's let's start to communicate about it and really become aware. Um, I've noticed this with a lot of our clients, like you said, especially our women clients, is be careful of what stories you're creating in your mind compared to what reality truly is. Mm. So if if we are going through emotion, like you've just said before, of like, you know, uh, let's just say we had this moment in the past where I tried to express something, didn't really land. So now I've created a story off this of going, well, he doesn't know how to respond to these types of emotions. So I'm just going to hold on to them and not really express mm. them. It's like really become consciously aware of what stories you're creating in your mind. Because in actual fact, all it may take is just an open conversation yeah. of going, hey, this is how I express. This is how I feel. And I'm not trying to have a crack at you. Mm. I'm just openly communicating this. Yeah. Can we have a chat about it? Yep. 
then, you know, I guarantee if you both are really connected to each other, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And sure, someone that is deep within their masculine will find it uncomfortable mm. and he'll be like, oh God, why are we talking about this? Where's mm. this coming from? Why is this coming up? Like it'd be really reflective, but the more that you can create the space to, you know, to express these types of things, the more it does become normalized and the more that mm. he will learn, oh, okay, I, I'm able to do this as well. Mm. Um so yeah, implementing things like that, implementing communication pieces, implica- imp- implementing some time where both of you aren't on screens. Yeah. That's a really big thing is in just sitting and um, asking about, you know, how their day was, what, you know, what did they learn from today? Like it's what I do with Alia. I do it with Luca too, but he's, you know, once again, he's just like the little wisdom boy. And he'll just <laughs> sit there. But with Alia, like our thing will just be like, okay, how was your day? You know, what did you learn from today? What was your biggest win today? Um, how do you feel like you could be better tomorrow? Like these are questions that we're asking just just so it like it does become a bit normalized within within her and us as well. Like and it's, it's what we learn from as well. Um, but yeah, definitely it's just an open communi- communication. Mm. Piece. Something that we've started doing with that is um, – I noticed if we were ever having like a conflict that needed to be resolved, we'd be like standing on opposite sides of the bench. Yep. And so like we'll sit next to each other. So mm. it's like showing that we're on the same team, mm-hmm. like just sitting on the couch. So it's not, there's nothing between us. It's not like an opposition type vibe. Sure. It's just sit in the same space. Mm. So you feel that you are on the same team. Yes. Um, or like having physical contact while you're mm. having those conversations. Yep. Uh, because it's naturally going to calm your nervous system. I think it's important to, you know, to note that when you have these uh, conflicts in a relationship, you can still be in a space of love yeah. for that person while communicating and expressing what you're going through mm-hmm. and having like physical touch or being closer to that person. It's like, it's still normal to like be close to one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a moment where I can express the conflict that I'm feeling inside. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, the more that you can strengthen your open communication and, mm. and connection like that, the, the the stronger, you know, the stronger the outcome, the stronger the relationship's going to be. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And like, you know, that can become a lot more challenging as well. Like, you know. Um, when you have kids. Well, when you've got kids. <laughs> yeah. When you've got a few years in the bank as yeah. well. Like yeah. when, you know, <laughs> it's like it can become more challenging because you're so accustomed to each other and you're so relaxed with each other. Yeah. When you do start to feel some bigger things, it can become a lot more challenging to, you know, be, I guess, openly expressive in that manner. But yeah, I agree. Like mm. being, being close to each other and expressing in that way. Um, I, yeah, definitely. I think too, it's how you approach the conversation. Mm. Mm. So many times people come like running at each other because it's built up, built up, built up, built up. And instead of yeah. just talking about something little, it ends up escalating. Sure. Yeah. But if you actually come into a situation as and when you need to and you mm. express as and when you need to from that place of love, it's such it, it's caught so so differently, right? Yeah, definitely. And so like using things like Brene Brown teaches, like the story that's in my head right now is yep. this. Mm. This is how I am feeling. Yep. You're not pushing anything onto yeah. them. It's just you're just explaining your experience and what's happening in your body and that that lands yeah. so differently mm. to yeah. you did this. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know I mean? if you so think like, your reality is the only reality going into a conversation, mm. it's like, no, there's a whole other human that has Completely. their reality too and you have yeah. to meet that. 
Yeah. yeah. It's mm. a, a really powerful piece that we implement for our clients is like um, creating an I am space. So they would sit down with their partners and they would write down I am statements. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never you are statements. Yes. It's I am. Totally. And then they would take it in turns. I am da 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 da. I am da 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 da. And mm. they take it in turn to express and then they can start to start to have a conversation about it. Mm. Game changer. But yeah, I am I am statements is um Mm. really powerful really yeah. really powerful because like you said it's easier to go you did this to me yeah. you know you made me feel like this well it's like well no one made you feel <laughs> away yeah it's like you felt it because of your internal representation of what they did yeah it's on mm-hmm. you figure it out like yeah. this is but obviously not going to be that harsh to someone um but definitely i am statements is a yeah very very powerful mm. very powerful thing for sure another beautiful thing i just will quickly share is um I used to be with someone who found it very hard to have these conversations and yeah. it was always kind of hard to start them and because it was hard to start them, they would kind of be fueled. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And so I came up with this way, it was kind of just like a sign. Mm. So what I would do is when I needed to talk to him, I would just go and sit on the bed cross-legged, which was just my sign that I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready, Jimmy, mm. let's let's sit down on the bed, like you were saying, in this safe space, in this mm-hmm wherever it could be on the couch wherever yep but it it's it allows them to kind of take a breath and come to you like to meet you as well Mm. and so that created so much safety in being vulnerable with each other because you've got that foundation Mm. yeah the more the more um i guess safe space you can create for your partner the more it's going to become i guess accessible for them and they'll understand like you said like legs cross is like an unconscious sign of going oh cool she wants to talk mm. without going hey we need to talk mm. so if yes. you hear that statement it's like yep. oh shit Anxiety. what's wrong Bang. yeah, yeah like, what, what have i, I do? done yeah, yeah. what and did i do on the defense exactly totally. yeah exactly yeah. um yeah it's it doesn't have to be a negative thing when you say we need to talk mm. it's actually a really powerful thing to go hey yeah. we need to have a conversation about some stuff yeah and i think like doing the work you don't have to do all your relationship work in the relationship, like seeking out men's mm-hmm. groups or coaching or stuff like that. Sometimes your conflicts will just resolve anyway by dealing with it most personally. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Like the, the the level that you hold yourself is going to be reflected onto the relationship. So, For sure. um, yeah, the more that you focus on yourself, the more that you, um, more your relationship is going to absolutely flourish, mm. become stronger. Mm. Definitely. Nice. Nice. So good. <clears throat> So, if people would like to work with you, how can they get in touch? What do you offer? Yeah, awesome. So, um, if you just search us up on Instagram, Polaris Coaching, um, yeah, hit us up on there. I was just thinking, are we on Facebook? I think we are, but we don't really access it. Um, yeah, Threads. So, huh? Oh, yeah, Threads, threads now. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get used to that. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Threads, or um, – <laughs> If you just go to our website, it's just polariscoaching.online. We are actually in the moment of opening up our next intake of our Women's Shift and Men's Shift, which is our 10-week online signature program where um, the process is just um, illuminating your self-worth and uncovering your empowerment again. And the really 
powerful thing with it is like we don't have to create your self-worth it's mm. like we're just uncovering your self-worth yeah. again mm. it's there it's ready it's waiting it's just that we need to uncover it so um if you go if you go onto our socials um the first pinned um piece of content on instagram it just says what is the shift and it explains explains it all so i don't have to give a 10 minute description of what it is <laughs> um so if you just go there have a look there um we will also be opening up our reconnection events probably mid-august so i don't know when this is going to come out probably in a couple of weeks time mm-hmm. um so our reconnections will be back in a couple of weeks time which is our in-person events which we do for men and women as well um and yeah we're going on tour at the end of the year which is that is there any other ways that you can work with us? Listen to the podcast. Podcast, yes. Um, Polaris Podcasts, we have that going on at the moment, um, which is myself and Tahi. And we also have producer Max on as well now. So we'll have, um, we have weekly episodes of that up with some amazing guests. Um, we have Gene Kelly and her, his partner, Laura, oh, coming nice. in this week, which is be cool. Um, so we have a really cool blend of like, um, once again, feminine pieces and then also like some masculine, like heavy masculine pieces. So we're getting some nice plays in and having conversations around that oh. as well. So yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, and then once again if you're in the space of wanting to start a business or a podcast or anything like that we do have our um, mentorships where yeah you come on and work on -on one-on-one and pretty much the idea of the mentorship is I literally teach you every single thing that I know about business or how I coach or how I've created podcasts how I've monetized podcasts everything like that and I teach you everything so you can go start a business and start your start your vision so incredible yeah amazing busy man non-stop (laughs) (laughs) worth it worth it 100% worth it 100% it's like you know having conversations like this on the weekends it's like you know oh you're working on the weekend it's like no like this is doing doing the passion and doing what I doing what I want to do so yeah there there is heaps of heaps of things that we have on offer Uh, the main piece at the moment would be our shift intake and then after that would be the reconnection event so if you're on the edge about working with us Definitely come to a reconnection first, see what it's about, and then you can jump into a, a, a bigger piece as well. Um, and then we also have, I just forgot, we also have uh, King's Legacy and Empress, which mm. is our nine-month leadership programs for men and women as well. But I think that's it. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> there is there Watch is this space. There is something else in the pipeline. Um, but, yeah, it's still in the creation creation zone we're we're thinking of a left all our listeners on edge as well yeah we're thinking of i'll give it a little description we're thinking of at the end of the year we're creating like a um a five-day retreat sick oh nice yeah thinking i'm gonna go all out and uh go overseas nice yeah thinking maybe like a um i don't maybe a bali vibe but it's like people always do the bali vibe so um yeah somewhere Cool. somewhere tropical and somewhere i have this vision of like hiking like volcanoes and stuff cool. like that so wow that's the vision at the moment so we'll see we'll see manifest it manifest that's it right. you don't need to in. be specific, specific. Exactly. manifester exactly so. <laughs> that's yeah i had a visualization about it last, last week so cool i've just got it in my diary so let's watch this unfold then yeah yeah like hiking volcanoes and uh you know um creating like your own drums and stuff like really just like a lot of embodiment work and a lot yeah. of spiritual work and Amazing. yeah working with a lot of other healers out there as well would be really cool. cool but anyway that's in the that's in the pipeline awesome. love it yeah well <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the podcast mate thanks for having me thanks for yeah thanks for thinking it's nice to be on this side and have questions for myself yeah instead of having to do some 
you know, doing the work and having yeah. to like <laughs> hold this conversation and yeah. where it go, has to go and transitions and stuff. So thanks for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here.